Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. She's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away. Wonder this time where she's gone. Wonder if she's gone to stay. Hello, Bill Wilders, on a Monday morning. August 14th, welcome into the Swamp 2023. She must not be gone because it is sunny out there. Uh, it was a pretty good weekend. Cowboys started up. It is time. And uh, Todd, how many times he said? I know you kept count since 19, whatever. 26. Hey, what you know, Todd? Well, well, first of all, that is the best version, is Bill Withers. But the reason I played that this morning is because Clarence Avent, former Motown chairman and godfather of black music, died out in uh, Los Angeles in 92. And he's the one that signed Bill Withers. Come on now. There you go. Pretty good sign. That's not the only one he's done. What he did. First of all, he uh, he started out in North Carolina, worked with Sarah Vaughn, Freddie Hubbard, Little Willie John, Jimmy Smith, and producer Creed Taylor, among others. He went on to to broker the sale of Stax Records in the 1960s and notably discovered and signed Ain't No Sunshine, singer Bill Weathers in the 70s. But uh, Mr. Avant left a huge legacy. He's just, I mean, keyword Mo Town people, <laughs> you know. But anyway, sad for his family, but you know, big life. He was named uh, Motown chairman in 1993 and four years later became the first African-American to serve on the International Management Board for Polygram. So there you go. There, uh, there was a Netflix uh, documentary back in 2019, The Black Godfather, directed and produced by his daughter, Nicole Abent. So it sounded like a man that had a good time doing it. 92 years. A long time. It sure is. I bet old Willie's run across him. <laughs> you know, that's probably for sure. But you may have to wrap the pipes. Cool enough. <laughs> well, they said for a day, maybe. Oh, what were Tomorrow, well, first of all, you better know where the chains are for your cars. Yeah. That's for sure. You know, that's what I got to say about it. And the squirrels, they are working faster this morning. They hear the temperature is going to drop down a little bit. So yeah. they're really getting their stuff they're Storing on. it away. And the blue jays are out there. Might if I take this water? But it, it, no bully birds. But hey, enough of that. What you got going on your side of the swamp? Well, speaking of animals, uh, Michigan family made a surprising discovery in their sealed package of spinach. 
By the way, it was organic spinach. A live frog. Hello. Yep, he was in the package. And his daughter, or yeah, her daughter was screaming, Oh my gosh, it's a frog. <laughs> and I said, I just, I'm just glad I didn't eat the frog. And I'm thinking, well. Hey, protein. That'd be, yeah, but how, how would you not, you don't look at what you put in your mouth. Frog legs. Anyway, Frog was carefully relocated to a new home outdoors. Uh, this product came from Earthbound Farms, one of the many farms uh, made her partners with across the country to stock the freshest produce delivered to our stores daily. We provided the customer a refund. Ah, uh, that frog didn't, didn't hurt nobody. Nah, you just want a little spinach and a cool place to lay. It's hot yeah. out there. Okay. He said, well, you know, if chicken can uh, eat the, what's the chicken done? Chicken in the red pan, picking out dough. No. Said, surely a frog can be an organic spinach. I guess so. Yeah. All right. All right, sock monkeys. What is that? About 2,098 sock monkeys. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Museum, oh, my goodness. Museum in Chicago suburbs break a Guinness World Record. There they are. We're talking about the ones that the hospitals always had. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's a sock monkey museum in Long Grove, Chicago. Yeah. And, uh,. <laughs> The museum's owners said they started collecting sock monkeys in 2006 when they were traveling across the country in an RV and stopped at a Cracker Barrel. Well, the collection grew with trips to estate sales, garage sales, and antique stores, and a museum was presented with a plaque verifying the record for the largest collection of sock monkeys. Look at this. What the heck you do with all those things? That's a bunch of them. I tell you what, they made a lot of kids happy in hospitals. I know that. <laughs> well, I got a guy that worked at Burger King as a cook for 27 years, and he never took a day off. Whoa, I want to hear this one. What I think is kind of funny is as he's announcing his retirement, he's standing in front of a hamburger hut. <laughs> but... <laughs> So, yeah. I don't know if anybody noticed that or not. That's the first thing I saw. I was like, wait, was it Burger King or Hamburger Hut? So, Kevin Ford, he worked at uh, the Fast Food Giants location at the McCarran International Airport in Las Vegas. And uh, he actually put his, he's a single guy. He stayed at um, um, Burger King because of the benefits. And he uh, he put four, all four of his daughters through college. Well, good for him. Good for them. Originally began working at this job as a single father when he gained custody of uh, one daughter and her older sister 27 years ago. There's four of them total. As the family grew and he remarried, he continued to work there because of the amazing health insurance that was provided. Because it was unionized. Hmm. Got all four daughters through high school and college with full health care coverage. So now what was this at? It's in he he works in the airport in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet he don't tell them what kind of tips. Yeah. And yeah. so they're saying uh, that they were giving him gifts and stuff, you know, to retire, or whatever, twenty after twenty seven years. Never missed a day. And uh crazy, said man. his daughter started this GoFundMe page for him. 
$400,000 later, well, he's got a you. good retirement set up. Yeah, okay, so, so. But still. Let it ride. He's in front. Yeah. <laughs> needs to move from Vegas. <laughs> no kidding. But he's still in front of the hamburger hut. I yeah, anyway, like you look at it. He probably bought the hamburger. Yeah, he probably could. Yeah. All right, speaking Makes of that. Go get a hamburger later. Well, look at this next segment we got going. 26 underrated fast food chains that are absolute gems. I'm not going to read all 26. Man. Wayback Burgers. You ever mm. heard of that one? Never. It's uh, started in Delaware. Hi, I'm in Delaware. 1991 <laughs> at the Wayback Burgers. All right. We got uh, Bojangles. Actually, I know Bojangles. They're opening up yeah. more over in here, over in Texas. Yeah, that's a lot on the way to Florida. Like them. Wawa. Carolina. Wawa. I don't know about Wawa. Pennsylvania, Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, Florida, and Washington, D.C. get to enjoy culinary offerings at this convenience store chain. Okay. Meatball Hobies. Mmm. Burgerville. That's a cool name. It's Washington and Oregon's answer to Five Guys. It's been around since 1961. Since day one. That's right. A right. couple more. Portillo's Hot Oh, dogs. boy. Gourmet right. hot dogs. There you go. Wearing it out up around the colony. Oh, it is up there where they got yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, waiting. People wait like hours to get that hot dog. Yeah. All right, Alabama. I never Georgia. had one, just read about it. Well, maybe we ought to make a trip. Yeah. Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, North Carolina, West Virginia. Cookout. Yeah, the best place to get a milkshake. That's a pretty neat name, too. Yep. That's all I'm going to tell about those. All right. Let's see. I got you, babe. 1965, Sonny and Cher. Started a three-week run at number one with I Got You, Babe. That's when that came out. Wow. Sonny Bono is That's said to have been inspired to write the song to capitalize on the popularity of the term babe, as heard in Bob Dylan's It Ain't Me, Babe. So Sonny wrote that. Yes. I did not know. All these years, I did not know. And I like kind of know things about the music and stuff, especially in the 60s. I did not realize that he had written that. So that's a uh, pretty uh, pretty interesting thing. They were huge when they were together. And even when they split, they, uh, you know, did fine going their separate ways. The TV show, man, people every week couldn't wait to see what she was going to wear coming out <laughs> there. Or not wear. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I thought this was a Bono's commercial. That's right. You know, there was one name, people, and you know who they are. Yep. We said, Hart said one the other day. It's real hot out there. You know, she's coming to Adele. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. You know who it is. Yep. One, one namers. That's right. Peanuts. Tom. Hey, what about peaches? What uh, about them? Yeah, well, let me tell you. Summer's kind of winding down. Uh-huh. Get the big middle of August. Here you go. The peach is the deciduous tree native to the region of northwest China between the Tarim Basin and the north slopes of Kunlun Mountains. 
where it was first domesticated and cultivated. I guess they had to straighten it up. Yeah. Before we could get it over here and out to uh, Ham's Orchard. Tame it up. Which uh, closes down tomorrow, I guess. Mm -hmm. It bears edible juicy fruits with various characteristics, most called peaches. Well, this is what they do for you and to you. Peach contains a lot of water and fiber in its composition, which contributes to the proper functioning of the intestine. Fibers help to give more volume to the stool and facilitate elimination, which reduces the risk of constipation. In other words, a smooth running number two. Regular consuming peaches increases immunity due to vitamin C. This nutrient helps to strengthen the body against various diseases such as colds. That is because vitamin C increases antibodies and the production of cells that fight microorganisms. Peach is good for the skin because it contains antioxidants, Beta-carotene and vitamins A and C. Beta-carotene is a precursor of the vitamin A and protects the skin from damage caused by the sun. Vitamin C helps skin elasticity and prevents sagging. Antioxidants prevent premature aging. And because it contains a lot of water, the fruit helps to keep the skin hydrated. Peach is a food rich in potassium, a nutrient that participates in the sodium balance on our body and helps maintain and reduce blood pressure, a risk factor for heart problems. Peaches also have polyphenols with antioxidant action, which have been associated with a lower incidence of cardiovascular disease. I'm telling you, with all that good positive about the peaches, a lot. you still sometimes may have a possible side effects. And this, there are individuals who are hypersensitive to the proteins contained in peaches and may also have allergies. The fruit has allergenic substances in its composition and therefore should be avoided by those who have a more sensitive digestive system. Got a lot of pluses, though. Mm -hmm. The peach. They outweigh the old side effects. Yeah. And you'll find out, I guess, if you got that one side effect. Yeah. Well, here's what's recommended. The peach being a fruit, you can consume it more often, even every day if you want. But the best option is always to consume all the fruits that you can find in your area and vary. So you have access to a greater amount of vitamins and minerals. Because peach is a low-calorie fruit, my recommendation, this nutritionist here, not, yeah, not you. Yeah, is to consume a large unit or two small units per day. So there you go. It's a peach. Yeah. And I think in Caddyshack, when that older couple was out there playing golf, and the old woman hit it, went every bit about 10 yards, and the old man said, It's a peach, hun! But anyway, uh, I don't want anybody to be laughing. It may make them feel better. All righty. Here's, here's an update on uh, the RSV, which is the new respiratory 
Sanctio virus. That's what RSV is. Prevention available for infants. The CDC, which is, you know, the paper tells us all about what's going on with us on medically. Center disease control. That's them. Given by a single intramuscular injection, nirsifimab is recommended for infants less than eight months who are born during or entering their first RSV season, and in children up to 24 months old when remain vulnerable to severe RSV through their second RSV season. This uh, new drug, which is NIR, S-E-B-I-M-A-B, has been shown to decrease the risk of hospitalization and healthcare visits for SV in infants by about 80%. Hmm. And I'm getting this off the cystic fibrosis website. So you know those kids, they're definitely getting the, the, the shot. In eight months, it ain't hurt. But anyway, that's RSV. I know it's controversial. And I know people... There's controversy about taking, uh, you know, things to keep from getting the virus. Yeah. Yeah. So, especially in the little ones. But anyway, just throwing that out there, the community update, what it's called on the cystic fibrosis thing. Of course, it's hard not to get past the Texas folklore saying. It's real hard. Of the word unwelcome. Oh, okay. Down here in Texas. Unwelcome. As welcome as an egg-sucking dog. As welcome as an outhouse breeze. Hey. Yeah, there's something Not to too that. welcome. As welcome as a screw worm. As welcome as a porcupine at a nudist colony. <laughs> okay. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, I guess he got them moving around. Yeah. As welcome as a skunk at a lawn party. As welcome as a wet shoe. As welcome as a tornado on a trail drive. Yeah, that'll get the horses and all moving. You look up and here comes a tornado coming down your path. An outhouse breeze. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Hey, uh, this morning I'm doing my local little, little reading here, actually from Charles Stanley. And uh, the importance of accepting criticism. And I'm just going to read a little bit on this. But that is a hard thing. You know, you don't want to be told that you're doing something wrong. No. Nope. But here's what uh, Mr. Stanley has written. Nobody likes criticism, but we should remember that God can use it to tell us something important. We are wise to pay attention when people critique us. Their words, whether invited or not, should encourage us to examine ourselves and discover who we really are. If we fail to listen, we might miss out on something essential. Is the Lord trying to teach me something in this moment? There you go. There's a lot more of that. I recommend if you're looking for something, a day of devotional, look up the In Touch Ministries. You know, critique can be negative and positive. 
That's right. Or learning that in the teaching business, the coaching business, and just everyday living business. But I will tell you this. The birds are moving a little different this morning. I think they are anticipating this in the 90s. Cool Thanks tomorrow up around the Red River. going to be in the 60s in the morning. What? I'm just saying what, I'm, what they're predicting. And that's without Harold Taft approval. Is My dad, the J.W. Hoss gent, would say, we're on our own. But anyway, how to encourage birds to visit your garden. More tasty treats for feathered friends. Bird cakes are very easy to make. Mix dried ingredients such as crushed, unsalted peanuts, sunflower seeds, grains, mealworms, and dried fruit together in a bowl. Melt some animal fat or coconut oil for a vegetarian alternative. Then pour the fat into the bowl. Mix one part fat to two parts dried ingredients. Well, okay. Whole lot to do there. Get some bird seed out there for them. Pine cones also make good bird feeders. The string to the base then smear the cone with the part set mixture. Or pour the bird food mixture into a flexible container to make a loaf of bird cake. Once it is set, remove the bird cake and put it into a wire cage bird feeder to hang up. Hey, get your little kids to do that. You know, at school, a little project, a little fun time, artsy time. Don't forget our little old bird friends. And there's something here we're not going to forget. Alfred A. Newman. Oh, yeah. You ready? I'm ready. It's our, it's our brainy quote of the day. We are living in a world today where lemonade is made from artificial flavors and furniture polish is made from real lemons. <laughs> okay. Says it on there the label. You, go. yeah. you gotta read it. It don't really talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, that's all I got to multiply, subtract, and divide. Well. Uh, it's getting going here. The uh, schools are fixed to make the areas a little more in mornings and uh, in afternoons. You know, a lot of traffic be alert of that. And, and uh, again, if you're thinking of somebody on your mind and you need to, give them a call. It'll help two people. Again, wrong to you that. Read. That's right. Kent Library available on Amazon. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Retired Coach and his kid. I'm the retired coach. I'm his kid. Oh, one more little thing. Oh, boy. Oh, no. It's a, about, about 31 years ago. Just want to read right off of the uh, The Day Ain't Over Yet, a CF Dad's Journal, which was on a... Friday. Lance Campbell, Keith and I went to Maria's for lunch. We had a two-hour workout, a one-hour break, and another two hours after that. Then we ordered pizza. It was nice, the whole staff together, watching football with him. First of all, Lance Campbell mm -hmm. was one of our old lot of kids I coached when I first went there. Now he comes back as a coach 31 years ago. Went on to the career. Now he's the superintendent of schools up at Sam Rayburn. That's know. pretty cool. Keith, Keith Myers, our coach, one year at Kaufman, and then he was at Wiley for a good while. Then he ended up at Kilgore, 
where he was the line coach when they won the state championship. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. But one more little thing here I'm going to read, and I think about it often, to my good friend John Peters, which I'm going to give a call today because of this. John and I got a slice of cake each and Dr. Pepper and then went up and sat on the press box. We looked at a full moon and just talked about different things. It was uncharacteristically cool August night. We were through with two days and it was only the middle of August. <laughs> he and I, well, I stayed up there and helped him get the uniforms ready for the next day for picture day, which will be a Saturday. Picture day with Billy Bunch. Money. I am the retired coach. I'm his kid. Make it count. Sunshine, would you come?